Today's episode of Pool Magazine Podcast is sponsored by Furion. As an industry leader in outdoor entertainment, Furion strives to design products aimed at helping customers enjoy the freedom of outdoor living. From outdoor TVs to complete audio systems, Furion has just what you need to elevate your outdoor space. Explore, discover, travel, and live your adventure with Furion. Ready to take your outdoor living space to the next level? Visit us today at furion.com. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast. Today I'm here with Blake Swanson, owner of Premier Pools and Spas in South Bay. You uh, when I first joined uh, Premier Pools and Spas. You you joined up like pretty much right after me. Uh, you were uh, working down in Orange County, right, Blake? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was um, part of the Orange County branch as a supervisor. I think yeah. I mean, we've had a couple of interactions. I think the first time we met was maybe I think on the Premier trip in Florida for the Disney World. Yeah, I mean, later you went on to become a instructor for Premier Franchise Management, right? Yeah, on the construction side, um, started doing some onboarding, new franchises that would come on, do construction training um, with new franchises and uh, supervisors to to do like a like a one week boot camp in in construction. Now you got your own franchise, right? I mean, congratulations on that. I heard you opened up uh, an office there in uh, South Bay, right? Correct. Yeah. So I teamed up with Reed Hardsock in Orange County and we opened up a South Bay franchise to kind of help get a little bit more local presence in that area. Oh, that's terrific. I mean, I, I saw you last year at the uh, the Western Pool and Spa Show at uh, a Water Shapes event. You were uh, hanging out with uh, Kevin and Dave and Bill and all those guys, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, have the higher education programs been instrumental in helping your your personal growth as a builder? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when I first got into the business and one of uh, the people that I, you know, looked up to would always kind of say, you know, you surround yourself with people who are high in the industry or have a lot of knowledge in the industry. And you find it more often than not that those types of people are, are more willing to help than to protect their secrets. Well, how have the things that you learned help you progress in your career? Yeah, just talking to guys like, yeah, like Dave Penton and, um, you know, and a lot of the other franchise owners and premier around the nation and just kind of learning, bouncing things off with, you know, hydraulics and infinity edges and just kind of understanding the arteries and kind of skeleton of pools and how you can build a pool a hundred different ways. Um, you know, obviously there's wrong ways to do it, but there's all different types of ways that we can, you know, figure out how to get to the same output. And so that's what's kind of fun about um, about building pools is whether you've been in the industry for 30 years or five years, you can still have the same outlook on a build. I guess there's always something new to learn, huh? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I, I saw a project that you recently posted on uh, Ask the Masters that was uh, using pencil jets. And I thought that would be a great topic to talk about today on the show. I mean, they're a feature that I really enjoy seeing in the pool. Yeah, it's a cool feature, design feature to offer customers that just want a simple, you know, zero level pool with no raised walls and water features. So it's, I mean, you're kind of limited on water features when it's a zero level. We try to get creative with, you know, with deck jets and arc descents that you know go underneath the coping bubblers and stuff and one thing that uh, we saw with one of our uh, reps came in and have these arced pencil jets that fit underneath the coping right so coping typically overhangs about an inch and a half or an inch and it's basically just um, 
a small little cylinder with a hole that kind of comes up 45 degrees out of it to create like a deck jet. So it's basically essentially a deck jet that fits underneath the coping. So it's a little more incognito. So you're not walking across a deck jet or seeing a hole in your deck to create that deck jet feature. Yeah, I've seen that product. It's uh, that brass fitting, right? Yeah, so it's a brass fitting, uh, just threads. It's just a male thread into a female three-quarter inch PVC pipe. And then you just got to make sure you don't bring it out too far. So it kind of sits underneath the coping, but not too much. So it doesn't hit the bottom of the coping. So it has enough clearance to get up and out. It's just a nice water feature. I'm always a big fan of, you know, kind of adding subtle things where it's not like in your face when you walk back there. When you look at a zero-level pool, maybe you know spa inside of it so it's a nice clean sheet of water and just kind of you know have the wire features when you want to turn them on you see them when you turn them when you turn them on and you don't see them when they're when they're off yeah i mean is there like a specific instance when you're designing a pool where you say you know this is going to be my go-to instead of the traditional deck jets that are out there yeah like whenever i do a zero level pool i kind of offer that to homeowners especially when they have kids to kind of you know give it a little bit of character you know, on the other hand, too, I mean, homeowners that have kids do like the deck jets as well. You know, the kids can kind of play with the deck jets when they're on the decking, but it's more of a aesthetic um, so that you don't see those water features when they're not on. That's kind of a, a good a good design you know, point is to try to make ways where you can add stuff without making it noticeable when it's not being, you know, in, when the function is not being turned on. Well, you talk about adding stuff. I mean, we see a lot of folks that are interested in renovating their pool these days. Um, oh, yeah. Are these types of jets like easy to add on to an existing pool if you're going to do like a pool remodeling project in your backyard? Yeah. So, I mean, especially if you're redoing coping, you know, or doing any plumbing, obviously you want to get the plumbing back to where the pump is. And it literally the three quarter inch pipe or one inch, depending on how you want to do it, reduce it down. It literally lays over the top of the bond beam. So the structure of the pool and then the coping goes on top. So you want that pipe to come just underneath the coping and it's just like plumbing any you know new return lines. You're not even really coring any holes. So it's actually simpler, a more simple process than um, to core new plumbing holes and um, return lines and stuff like that. It literally goes over the top of the bond beam and underneath the coping, thread that brass fitting in right underneath the coping. How long does it like typically take you to take to install one of these? I mean, it should really only take a day or two. I mean, it's, it's in separate time period so you want the plumbers to run the pipe stub it out and then when the tile and coping guys are doing the tile and coping you need to make sure they cut the pipe and put the the fitting on there the threaded fitting so that it threads in there at the right level so it's not too far away from the tile and not too far inside the tile i've had guys you know push it too far back and so the tile comes up to it and so it's not sticking out far enough and it almost gets grouted in so you're not able to unscrew them and, and clear them out in case they get any debris or anything, anything in them. Cause it's, yeah, it's a small brass fitting. So if any pipe, you know, shreds and stuff that are in the pipe get put into the, into those pencil jets, you can't really blow them out or get, you know, get much debris out of there without unscrewing them. Yeah. I mean, that, that hits on a good uh, question that I was going to ask you. I mean, from a consumer standpoint, you know, because they are under the coping, they're less prone to getting stepped on or jostled. I mean, there tend to be less issues than with traditional jets, but how difficult is it to maintain and service these? I mean, very minimal. I mean, a lot, like you said, a lot less um, hazardous to having a deck jet because, yeah, they're being walked on. They're being, you know, stuck and get dropped on them. They really only reveal past the coping 
you you want to try to do it maybe like a quarter inch or a half an inch so it's not really enough for someone to step on and, and break it off plus it's embedded you know right underneath that coping and then just being able to make sure the guys install it so that you can still you know unthread it you know put some teflon type tape just like any plumbing and and still be able to unthread it and put some silicone around it to kind of seal that in um, i've had guys try to grout it in and you know to unscrew it you have to break the grout around it a simple little bead of silicone around it you're allowed you can unscrew it and then put it back in in case any debris goes in there and then you can go a step further as far as plumbing sake and put you know energy filters after the pump before they go over to the water features so um you know anything that you're worried about getting debris in any wire features it's always good to have like an energy filter which is basically a small little cartridge filter that goes on the line that picks up any debris before it goes out to any wire feature that's a good idea i mean i know these jets can be adjusted to like change the trajectory of the arc of the stream but you can also adjust the flow rate isn't that right it's really just adjusting the flow because uh, it comes basically just a screw fitting, brass fitting with a, it's basically if you just took like a, say you just took a soda can and turn it on its side and you just drill the hole like a 45 degree angle at the top and then just fed water through it and it's only coming out at that one point. Um, so you just adjust the flow to how far it's going to throw it. So it kind of shoots up at a 45 degree angle and how far it goes is how much you send to that water line or to that pencil jet. Mm-hmm. Um you always want to put ball valves on each one. So if you have one return line coming out of the pump and you have three, you know, arc pencil jets, you kind of want to put an, in the planter or right after the pump, you know, three separate lines with ball valves. So you can adjust the flow for each one and then dial them all in. And it's kind of one of those set it and forget it. Um, unless the homeowners want to dial up the pump and shoot it, you know, up against the house. Well, there's a lot of different brands of these uh, these pencil jets. Um, what kind of equipment do you recommend when you're doing one of these kind of installations? We've um, we've stuck with Pebble Tech. Our rep has kind of come in with this product very early on to us, and we've you know just stuck to that brand. I haven't um, dabbled in the other brands, um, so we've kind of just stuck with the Pebble Technology pencil arc jet. I think they call them right. Um, and it's minimal gallons per minute needed. I think it's like three to five gallons per minute needed. So you can do tons on a pool. I mean, depending on the size pump and other wire features that you do on it. So it could be done in conjunction with other wire features. You know, just like I tell my guys in the field, always look at owner's manuals. You know, I can try to remember as much as I can, but at the same time, I would never tell anybody to install anything without looking at the install manual and what uh, rating they are. I know with the the jets, I mean, you want to position them to like kind of avoid aerating the water. I mean, you want to aim them so that you're not compromising the circulation. I mean, we talked about the water in the pool itself. I mean, how do pencil jets affect the water circulation and filtration in a pool? Uh, It just depends on how it's set up, like how many pumps you have. So if this is strictly just for water feature sake, so it's not tied into the circulation, say you just have an extra wire feature pump um, we typically like to have our suctions on the wall so that when you're uh, using a wire feature you don't want to have the suctions on the bottom of the pool so it's picking up debris so we'll put the suctions on the wall of the pool and it just 
gets sucked in return to that water feature. It's not really going through the sanitation system. So it's more just for looks. If it's tied into the sanitation system, like on the filtration pump, where it's almost acting as a quote unquote return, you have your three to four returns in the pool. And then on another line, you can adjust it to just being, you know, sucked from the main drains. That's where I would kind of recommend if you have a filter, it's it's getting filtered out. So it's all the debris is getting filtered out. Then it's just kind of on the normal filtration system. And it's going through whatever sanitation system is on that pool, whether it be chlorine, salt, or UV ozone. How can you use these kind of jets in conjunction with other water features such as waterfalls or spillovers or scuppers or stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, that's where when you're installing... In conjunction with other water water features, you want to make sure you know the gallons per minute each water feature requires and that you size your piping and your pump to accommodate that. So, yeah, I mean, they don't require much. So it can we've easily done these pencil jets with a pool that had a six foot like raised wall on one end of the pool to kind of help hide the equipment. And so on that wall, we had a six foot shear descent. And then on the, each side, there was two, like two foot shear descents. And then on the Baja shelf was a bubbler. And then we had three arc pencil jets on that same pump as well. So we wanted to oversize the suction. So just a normal Jandy E-pump, a 2.7 you know E-pump was, was going to be tough to hold, handle all that. So we had to oversize all the plumbing and oversize uh, the pump as well to make sure that we can divert all the wire that was needed for all those wire features. So, you know, shear descents handle a lot of gallons per minute. So it's always looking at whatever wire feature you add, just making sure that you have enough suction and return and pump sizing to accommodate that. Well, I mean, I really appreciate you letting me pick your brain about uh, pencil jets today. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they're a great little feature to add character to um you know, just a simple pool. It's great for builders, especially to kind of add value or add something to kind of set you apart from other builders. You know, when you're out there bidding jobs, I've had customers, you know, really, you know, just say that they, they went with me because I was able to offer them, you know, more of a value when in theory, it's not much more cost as a builder to do those, uh, especially if they're just doing a one pump system. I'm running a return line to the pool anyway. Um, it's just adding a couple ball valves, you know, at the equipment and some extra piping just to install those. And it adds a little bit of character kind of um, water feature to their pool. Yeah, they're pretty slick little feature. And like I said, I like seeing them in the swimming pool. I mean, I think they add a little something when you're uh, when you're taking a look at the pool as a whole. Well, definitely uh, appreciate you checking in with us today, Blake. Thanks so much for uh, spending the time to talk with us. Absolutely. No, I appreciate it anytime, Joe. And yeah, look forward to seeing you next at the next uh, show. Today's episode of Pool Magazine Podcast is sponsored by Furion. As an industry leader in outdoor entertainment, Furion strives to design products aimed at helping customers enjoy the freedom of outdoor living. From outdoor TVs to complete audio systems, Furion has just what you need to elevate your outdoor space. Explore, discover, travel, and live your adventure with Furion. Ready to take your outdoor living space to the next level? Visit us today at Furion.com.